0: Stuart Walter, the CEO's secret weapon. And we are back. Thank you very much. While Lewis is travelling around Australia, and I'm in Australia, doing all the hard work for him. So <laughs> I will catch up with him shortly, I'm sure. So in the meantime, I'm just going to put in another episode. I did mention in the last one, we're talking about uh, communication. I mentioned communication. And it's it's something that's popped up a lot in the last few few weeks, actually, communication. Now, we're talking, um, I'll use example. Is a CEO of a company I've been working with and getting brilliant results. And basically, what he's finding is his actions and behaviours for himself are lifting everyone else. So much so that he's now in a, in a different level that he's, I won't say he's not comfortable with, but not aware of hasn't been through in the past because now all of a sudden a lot more people are coming to him with um, more of more personal issues, more emotionally based problems, whereas before he was probably seen as a very analytical um, person who operates the business and doesn't have time for anyone else. But what it is now, it's very interesting because this person has become a lot more... Um, settled in their own lives. They've worked on happiness, health, and love. And we've been through this so many times, it overflows. Happiness will overflow into health, which will overflow into love, which will overflow into wealth. So when people are busy, busy, busy at work trying to increase their wealth, to the detriment, they'll be probably suffering at the happiness level, the health level, and the love level. So if you want more wealth, focus on yourself. Focus on happiness first, because when you're happy, then you'll focus more on health. But then you'll focus more on love. And then when you're happy and healthy and in love, guess what? Work just seems so much easier. Everything flows. So what we're looking at now is we're talking about well, talking, about talking, communication. Now, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things that are thrown around out there. But this communication model saying that communication is 7% words. OK, I get that. I also question a lot of things. Communication 7% words. Yeah, so what's the other 93%? It's non-verbal. It's tone, it's temper, it's gesture, it's pauses. All this is communication. So and I used this example the other day with a with a client who go, well, it's all about communication. There's got to be need, there's got to be intention behind it. I can't just sit here and say get out of the office, it's on fire because there was no action, there was no response. So my wording was correct, but the 93% apparently was incorrect because there was no intention, there was no need, there was no urgency, there was no action. So communication is not just a two-step process, which is what this person was saying. It's not just, oh, my coach says this. Okay, so whether I'm a business coach or, or athlete coach, so I just do it. You go, okay, well, why do you do it? Simple. And But where most people say, oh, your communication is a two-step process, it's not. Because where do your thoughts come from? They come from intention. They come from imagination. They come from need. And all this is hidden at the unconscious part of your brain, where it's got to move. Well, You, you can't walk without the decision to walk. You don't decide, oh, on the surface, oh, I feel like walking because there's got to be a need. There's got to be an intention. You don't get up halfway through a meeting and just walk out. Well, some people might. So Already this two-step process, if I say something and no one reacts, guess what? That's a one-step process. Why? Because my effectiveness wasn't there. So communication, let's come back to it, it comes from my unconscious, up to my conscious mind to go, right, how do I message this? How do I get this intention across? How do I get this word, this comment across? How do I get this podcast across? When I do that, and no one's seeing me right now, but I'm standing up in my office because I'm a lot clearer when I'm standing. I wave my arms around like I'm actually doing a presentation because it adds. So the intention is coming up from the unconscious mind to the conscious mind. And there's a system of filters which I have within my brain. The difference between the conscious and the unconscious. Then it projects across, say, for example, I'm working or communicating with you. I would ask you to do something. So what you're doing on the other side is you're listening to the words. You're understanding the body language. You're picking up the subtleties. Tone, gesture, tempo, but you're not even aware of why they're saying that. Why are they fast? Why are they slow? Why are they loud? Why are they soft? Why are they quiet? It gets absorbed by your conscious mind through its filters. Then it comes down into your unconscious mind to understand what was said, what you saw, what you heard, what you felt, then it comes back up from your unconscious mind with a representation of what you thought that conversation was, back into your conscious mind. It comes back into your conscious mind through its filters, then it comes back as a response back to me through my external filters. So that I can hear what you respond with, I'm listening and responding and looking and understanding. It goes to my unconscious mind to understand everything combined. That's the conversation. So communication is not a two-step process, it's a seven-step per person. Unconscious to conscious, conscious to unconscious, unconscious to conscious, back to my conscious, down to my unconscious, to the understanding of what was said, and then back up to my mind. And you don't need to look any further than these typical management programs where you get a group or a line of 10 people, one person tells a story at the other end and then you listen at the other end. Okay, when it's gone through two or ten different people. Now think about that. Even if you have seven people, okay, and it's going from one to the next to the next to the next seven-step process. We've just experienced that conversation is a seven-step process. Communication is a seven-step. Communication is the message you get back. It's not what you say and not what you do, it's the message you get back. Now, turning this on its head, as I always do, guess what? It's also a seven-step process within yourself. Your conscious to your unconscious, your unconscious back up there, and when you have these, and who said it before? I had big long conversations with myself. Yeah, guess what? It's not just, oh, I'm gonna tell myself to do it, because you've gotta have need, you've gotta have intention, you've gotta have clarity, you've gotta get through these basic fundamentals of the human mind. Is it safe? Is it protecting me? Is it going the right direction? and this is communication okay communication is not a two step process it's seven it's also the conversation between conscious versus unconscious just within yourself and i do this a lot with with people and you can probably do it yourself okay sit in front of a mirror turn your mobile phone on interview yourself okay who am i what am i doing what do i need to change how do i feel about myself What do I need to do next to be able to get to that point? And you would be absolutely astonished with how much you can get from that. Okay, give yourself five questions. Who, what, when, where, how, why? What's that? Who, what, when, where, how, why? (laughs) Six. Just write down. Who are you? What are you doing? How do you feel? Why are you doing this? When are you going to do it by? Turn your mobile phone on and just interview yourself. Sit in front of a mirror. So it's like the conscious versus the unconscious mind having a conversation. Interview yourself. Okay, this really throws people. In communication, if you think about couples, okay, how many couples are that connected in the communication? I know for myself, my wife, we certainly are. We can have big, long conversations without actually talking. We can be thinking about each other and bang, getting a phone call, getting a message. going, oh, okay, I was just thinking about that. Why? Because at the conscious mind, we understand them. We've connected to them. We trust them. The external filters are broken down, so we're a lot more relaxed around them. So therefore, we're purely having the unconscious to unconscious communication. That is what happens when I'm working with clients as well. There's so many, and I'm, I'm not sure if anyone's been to see another hypnotherapist, or even people go to see psychologists. You talk at a conscious level correct? You talk and talk and talk and eventually it just goes up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down up and, and processes and eventually stuff will sink into your unconscious. Now, when I'm working with people, okay, if anyone's been to see a hypnotist before, a hypnotherapist, whichever way you want to use the terminology, most hypnotherapists I know because I'm part of a national organisation setting up the peak body here in Australia. I know a lot of that, um, therapists, as soon as you have your eyes closed, they'll bring out a script It's a written, typed script, which is a generic thing straight out of a book. Or you can go on to these wonderful things where they go, right, sign up for 250 scripts for $15 or $19 or $7 or $97. Here's your scripts. This one deal with everything from stop smoking to fears to phobias. Guess what? The ultimate script is you. I stopped using created scripts off people's specific needs two weeks after I went into practice. The notes I work with people, are your words, your comments, your one-liners, your beliefs. I'm watching how you think. Are you analytical? Are you visual? Are you kinesthetic? Are you left? Are you right? Right-handed. That's all shows in how you respond with your eye movements, with your breathing, with your subtle mannerisms. All this is easily, it's like reading a book for me reading people's faces, understanding their communication models. So when I'm working with people, I get to know them so that we break down that conscious communication barrier. So then when I talk to people, and like I was meeting with a lot of hypnotherapists, they'll be reading a script. They're not looking at you or their response or checking their notes in relevance to you specifically. So why are you paying all this money for them? You may as well go and buy this script yourself and read it to yourself over your mobile phone. It's your words, their changes, and guess what? It's in your words going directly into your head. It's probably even more powerful than what they can deliver. When I work with people, I drop myself down, which gives them the comfort to be able to follow me to a nice, relaxed state. Then I'll drift them across into that element of change, then I'll lift them back up a little bit to test. and I'll push them back down and take them back to the past and take them into the future and lift them up and test it. And So then when I come back out of experience, whatever I've been through, it's exactly what you're going through. So when we're talking communication, this is why when I'm at the deep level, I just going, huh, why am I thinking dolphins? For some reason, I'm thinking dolphins. So I mentioned something about dolphins. I can guarantee by the time we get back, the client is thinking That was amazing. I was just thinking dolphins, and you said it. That's because I'm picking up the unconscious communication. So, the communication, you can have incredible power, not just within yourself, within your team, within relationships, friends, family. Is what we can call, what is it? I forget the wording for it now. After all that communication talk, it's conversational hypnosis. When I'm, and I've done it for years, even some of my friends. So one of my friend, um, yeah, very high up in the world junior rankings of tennis. Okay, still playing, and at the age of fifty, is still outperforming people that are twenty years old, because he knows how good he can be. And I'll get a phone call one day from him and just go, oh, mate, just want to see how everything's going. How's everything going, mate? Yeah, all good. And then he goes, oh, thanks, feel awesome. How is that? Because conversational hypnosis, getting to the deeper parts, how are you going to play? Remember when your foot goes on the line, as soon as you grab that racket. Okay? Conversational hypnosis, when you are in a corporate environment, it's not hypnosis, it's conversa- conversating, it's conversing, with understanding of how people work. It's understanding on their level. Is the person you're communicating with, are they visual? If you don't know, I do. They'll be looking up. Because you know analytical people, okay, they're the ones that look quite comfortably and directly straight in your eyes. The auditory people, the analytical people, that's what they do, okay? They're looking straight at you. And then they get really frustrated by people that, oh, they never look me in the eyes. Well, guess what, the other people, are probably visual means which means they're looking up or kinesthetic or emotional which means they're looking down. If they're looking left or looking right, that dictates are they right-handed, or left-handed, dominant, non-dominant. Are they accessing past or accessing future? So when you understand this, you'll understand that communication, okay, it's more than what you say, it's the message you get back. But it's more than a two-step process. It's about a seven step. You know how some people just go, I oh, get on with that person really well? It's because they think and act and communicate exactly the same way you do. And when I work with people, they go, Oh, you get me. I go, No, I don't. What I do, I understand how you think, how you act, how you process, and I communicate at that level for you. And I've done it with people, I've worked with corporates. Okay, one person's requires a very soft, soothing, supported approach. Other people, you can get right in their face and tell them they're an absolute idiot, and you've got to do this, 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 and they'll go and do it. And they feel, oh, wow, that guy really gets me. Then they have a conversation between the the really supported person and the direct person. They go, oh, no, no, he wouldn't have said that. Oh, he did that. No, totally different. So as a CEO, you have to be a chameleon. You have to be able to morph into the other person's processing. To understand the wording that you need to use to get the most from them. And I'm probably, and I'm probably, I'm going to be operating and start branching out into a paid subscription part of this podcast. And this is all the content that's going to be going in there. I'm going to be doing videos of that that you can all access. Okay. It's a paid subscription. You can get access and I'm kind of creating it as I'm thinking about it. Now we'll get, it's like a Uh, like a password or something like that, or a unique code that you can log into and watch these videos. It's incredibly powerful when you understand communication. So that's me communicating with you. Okay, that's about 16 minutes now. That's probably enough. That's probably enough. The human mind doesn't really understand much more than about 20 minutes of content. So recapping, communication is essential. Communication is not what you do and say communication is the feedback you get. That's when you're talking with others. If you, the same way, are going, yeah, I'm going to, and then don't take any action, you've still got that internal version of you. It's still not computing between the conscious versus the unconscious or the unconscious versus the conscious. That's the blockage. And again, communication is not a two-step process. It's seven. It goes from the unconscious of you, up to your conscious, across to my conscious, down to my unconscious to understand it, back up to think about responding to my conscious, across to your conscious, down to your unconscious mind to understand what it all meant, and then come back as communication. And that process generally takes about 0.25 of a second. So you know when people go, oh, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, pause, bang, got it. That's what happens. That's unconscious, sorry, that's conscious communication. Then when you get to couples, again, it's just the unconscious communication because it's just going, oh, I was just thinking about that. That's what happens because you don't have all these filters on the surface because your mind doesn't need to protect you from every word, from every thought, from every action. So communication is incredibly powerful when you use it properly. And for those who are interested in it, even for their teams, happy to have a conversation on the phone, happy to do a Zoom chat with you. Okay, we'll call it like a consultation. Okay, again, if you want that access to it, go to athlete, not athlete, sorry, I'm used to saying athlete secret weapon. Go to CEO secret weapon dot info website. That's CEO secret weapon dot info is the website. Okay, you can connect on uh, LinkedIn, follow myself, follow Lewis. Send us an email and send me a request and we can get something booked in and have a conversation with you, with your team, so that you can get more out of it for yourself. Okay, Because you've got to look at it. If you can get another 5% out of your every team member by communicating on their level, by opening yourself up to them, what's that worth at the end of the year? It's incredibly valuable. So more valuable and incredibly valuable information next time we communicate on CEO Secret Weapons. On behalf of Lewis, this is Stuart Walter. Talk to you soon. Bye now.